Welcome to Shinjin Stories, the podcast. I am Trey Hobbs, your host, and we are very excited to bring more stories to your ears and to have you here listening with us. I've said this a lot, but I love our community. I love the community in Shenzhen, this international hub of people from all over the world who bring their beliefs and bring their life experiences and bring these little truth nuggets from all over the world into this small little coffee shop in Nanhai Ikul in Shoko in Shenzhen and talk to a room full of strangers about their life in a beautiful Sometimes humorous, sometimes heartbreaking, but always truthful way. And that room responds brilliantly. It's amazing to be in that room and watch someone tell a story at varying levels of confidence and no matter what, have that story accepted by an audience, an audience who wants them to succeed, who is there for them, who is absorbing their story and giving back their own attention, their own love, their own laughter, their own empathy, and that is a beautiful room to be in. So if you've never been to one of our live events, I really encourage you that if you are in the Shenzhen area to stop on by. We would love to have you. And you will no doubt have amazing conversations with amazing people who are also happy to see you there. For this live event, this last live event we had where our theme was first day, chosen because we had been on a bit of a hiatus and it was our first day back after a little while. And with that theme first day, we had some amazing prepared stories that evening. But one thing that we've started doing and have had so much fun with is we have started passing a hat around for people to put their names in. These names then get brought up to the microphone and randomly selected. So if anyone throughout the night says, oh, maybe I could tell a story, then we give them just impromptu five minutes. You run up there, you tell your story. It's so exciting, and the results are so dynamic and explosive and just surprising. It's surprising to see the lives that the people you live next to have lived, whether they're people you know or they're complete strangers you will never look at the person you're sitting next to on the bus the same way because everyone has one of these stories. We just have to ask them. And so we passed the hat around and we got some names. And the story you're going to hear in just a minute is from Michelle. Michelle was at our event for the first time. She had never been before. She put her name in the hat and it got called first, and up she went. She came right after our first storyteller and just went into it. And it was one of the funniest things I remember happening at Shenzhen Stories. I laughed. The whole audience was rolling on the floor. I have never heard someone speak about eyelashes in the way that Michelle does but she does it humorously and beautifully. So please, if you're driving, maybe pull over. If you are doing some knitting, you might want to put it down because I do not want you to mix up your pearl stitch. Please, please enjoy Michelle's story. 
I'm nervous, but I'm excited. So um, this is my first time here. My friend Valencia in the back was like, oh, you should come. She's been talking about you guys for forever, but I'm like tired. At like, <laughs> at like nine, I'm really tired all the time. So I'm like, I would rather sleep. Uh, but now this is exciting. This is awesome. So I'm so excited to be here. Um, and then I got here and I saw my friend Aaron um, and I, I go see his improv all the time. He's absolutely hilarious. And I was like, oh, if he's going, like I should tell this story because like, whatever. I never go out anyway anymore because I'm boring. So a um, little bit of background on me. I'm from the States, the US of the A, as you can tell. Um, I'm from Atlanta. Anybody? Yay, me too. OMG, yay! So Southern girls. Um, and I'll just tell you my story. So um, <clears throat> my story is uh, I was actually the the one where it was the first and only time I was stood up on a date. Or, or no, left in the middle of a date. Left in the middle of a date. And I, the reason I came to that conclusion, I sat there and I was like, what am I gonna talk about? And I thought about, you know, the first time in China. And then I thought about, nah, that was just the standard traumatizing, like rip my clothes off at the hospital, like heart monitors, like we all did that, you know? <laughs> like, like, I take out my shirt and she's like, and I'm like, yeah, I did it. And she's like, and then she grabs my bra and like rips it over my head. And I'm just like, ah! 12 hours in, you haven't bought me a drink. So, um, so we've all, we all did that, right? So um, then I was trying to think, all right, what has like shocked me about China? What's been hard? And I have to say, maybe it's just me, but for the Western ladies in the room, I noticed something missing when I got here. And it was like the weirdest thing. You know when like you miss something? Like you don't, you don't notice it till it's gone, right? And at first it was like facial hair on men. And like the first time I saw a beard, I was like, oh my God, why am I so turned on? Like, I don't know, but he's so good looking. And then I was like, oh, oh my, oh, it's a beard, it's a beard, got it. And I was like, oh, I didn't know I missed that. Like I didn't, I didn't realize I missed that thing, you know? So, but the one thing I did also notice, like as things progressed, is I noticed like I'd walk down the street, like I'd wear something cute, whatever, and like Chinese men would like look at me, but no one would talk to me. And I was like, well, this is kind of weird. Like this is kind of strange, you know? And then you get to a bar and like no one comes up and is like creepy and drunk. And you're like, this is kind of awesome. <laughs> like what's happening, you know? And then I met like my guy friends and they're like, oh, I've been here 12 hours and I have three Chinese girlfriends. And I'm like, oh, that's amazing. Mm, okay, cool. So I just felt like this really, but then I, I learned to like kind of love it, like walk down the street basically half naked and like nothing will happen. Like ladies, have you noticed China is so safe? I freaking love it. I'm like, wait, I can get shit faced, go down a dark alley at 2 a.m., pass out on the street, wake up and it's just sunshine and birds and my clothes are on. Yeah. So then, so I love, I love that about China. But then I was like, all right, all right. I'm thinking, now I'm thinking about dating. I'm thinking first time sex. I'm like, that's too, that's too obvious. So I was like, okay. First time I ever got like, not even, what is it called? Like not stood up, but like left in the middle of a date. So to get to the story, sorry. So uh, I'm in Atlanta. I'm in Atlanta, okay? I'm in this like big sky rise building. I have no idea what it was, but people like live there and work there, like one of them buildings, you know? And I had one of these like beautiful lounges at top and I matched with this guy on Tinder and, cause you know, who meets people in life? Like <laughs> that doesn't happen. Um, so I meet this guy and he's like, oh, I live in this penthouse apartment. Like come to my thingy with the, that spins. And I'm like, is it in a public place? And he's like, yes. I'm like, perfect. Maybe that was it. Who knows? No, not the one where the kid died. No, 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 not that one. <laughs> Sadly, it no longer spins. 
and that's the sad part. Moving on. Um, so I go there. So I go there. It's a beautiful lounge. He has to like swipe me up. So I feel all fancy. Like gotta go up the elevator. You know, penthouse special place only residents can get in. I meet the guy. He looks like his picture. You know, really cute. We like hit it off. Get a drink. And we're sitting there, and one of my love languages, I have, you know, we all have our love languages, right? I have two. Mine is like physical touch and like affirmations or whatever. I'm just like, oh my gosh, you're so cute. Or like, you know, I really like like your hair. Or, yeah, I don't know. I just say dumb stuff like now. And so we're, it's fine, everything's fine. And then all of a sudden I just, he turns to the side and I see his eyelashes, ladies. They were like a fucking horse, okay? <laughs> they were like a fucking horse. He was like Persian or something. And I went, holy shit. Cause I'm thinking those aren't extensions. Like this is Atlanta. So like it might be extensions, but like probably not. And I was like, oh, and I freak out. I'm like, oh my God, are those your real eyelashes? And he just went, yeah. I was like, well, they're so beautiful. I'm so like envious. I wish I had lashes like that. And he was like, I gotta go to the bathroom. I was like, okay. <laughs> like, I think we're having a great time. <laughs> and I'm like imagining our babies, like what lashes is that kid gonna have? Like, I have good hair, but the lashes, ladies, you know, if you've got good lashes, you don't need makeup. You don't need makeup. So, I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and like 10 minutes go by, and I'm like, did he fall in? Like, what's happening? I wait, and then I turn around, and I start kind of looking like I'm getting a little nervous and stuff, and I, I turn around, and I see him, and he's at the bar flirting with another woman. And I was like, Oh, you know that like gut punch yeah. feeling? And I was like, oh my God. And so I just thought, all right, Michelle. I talk to myself a lot. <clears throat> all right, Michelle, you have a choice. You can be a little bitch and you can be sad and go home and cry or you can win. <laughs> and I was like, we're gonna win. And I don't know how, because this has never happened, but we're gonna fucking win. So, and I looked so cute, okay? Like, so fucking cute. So I was like, all right, all right, how do we win this? So I'm looking around, I'm looking around, easy, I'm in Atlanta. So I see a dude at the bar and I like lock eyes. And then I do like a little like, that's all it takes in America, that's it. Like, you know, in China, it's like, No, you'll be safe. You won't hurt yourself. It's okay. It's okay. Don't, oh, he ran away. Oh, no. It's like mandatory celibacy. They should really tell you that, like, on the card, you know? Anyway, but in Atlanta, it's not that hard. So he, like, looks back. I look at him. Blah, 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 blah. So I just get up. I'm like, you're a boss bitch. Like, you're amazing. Like, you know, I'm not feeling that way. I'm like, you're a loser. Like, he left you. The girl is right there. She's really cute. Great lashes. And so I walk over to this guy. And basically, we start talking. And he's like, hey, you're pretty. Why are you here alone? And I'm like, oh, my God, let me tell you. So then I tell him. And he's like, bro, I live here. We fucking hate that dude. He, and I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, oh, guys. And he turns around. And there's like five dudes. And all of a sudden, I'm surrounded by like five men. Yes. Like handsome, good looking. Like they got the cut on the suit and the nice shoes. And like one smells really, really good. 
And that's the one I keep like leaning towards, <laughs> you know? And um, so, and, and they're just like going in and they're like, oh my God, I fucking hate that guy. Like, that's the guy that does this thing at like downstairs and does this thing in the elevator and does this thing in the gym that's so fucking dumb. Like he, something about, I don't really gym, but it's something about you take all the weights out and then you put them on the floor and then you like leave them like glitter. Like you're supposed to put weights back or I don't know. But like something about weights over there. So they're like, I fucking hate that weight dude. And I'm like, yeah, me too, man. Like weights. So we're talking, but then I see him, ladies, you know this. I see him like glancing over because I got five dudes with me, right? And he's glancing over and so I'm doing like the hair flip, like, you know, visuals that he can see from like a 20 foot radius, right? And I'm doing like the, <laughs> and I'm doing the thing where I'm like, oh man, I'm so drunk, let me fall into your chest and like touch it and then like come back, right? Like all the, all the really big visual cues from 20 feet away, right? Cause I'm just like, fuck you, bro. Like, asshole. I was upset, <sighs> sorry. So long story short, in summary, he comes over. He fucking comes over at the end of the night. And he comes over and he like tries to get between the guys and the guys see him and they're making their like little man wall. And I'm like, thank you, bro. It's like, yeah. But he gets through and he's like, hey. And he literally, this is me. I'm the microphone. And this is the guy and he goes, hey. And I went, no. And he went, oh, babe, I was like looking for you. Like, where'd you go? And I was like, excuse me, like I'm busy. So you should probably like leave. Yeah. And those words sound so like third grade, but I felt so empowered. Yes. I felt so amazing. And he was like, well, you know, you just talked about my lashes and it like made me really uncomfortable. And I was like, you know what? If you can't take a fucking compliment, like I can't help you. Yep. Cause your lashes are amazing. <laughs> A great big thank you to Michelle for being brave enough to put her name in a hat and stand up to a room full of strangers and tell that incredible story. What a good time. We hope you enjoyed it. And if you did enjoy it and you want more stories like that, please subscribe to this podcast. Give it a like. Give it a comment. We'd love to know what you think. Share it with your friends because we love telling stories and we love it when those stories get shared to more people. If you'd like to get in touch with us to tell your own story, to get involved in some way with Shinjin Stories, or just to say hi, we would love to hear from you. You can reach us at shinjinstories at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Shinjin Stories or like us on Facebook. We will respond to any and all of those messages. If you're in Shenzhen or China, then we have a WeChat group. So there are lots of ways to get in touch with us, and we hope that you do. We'd like to also just put on your radar that our next live event is going to be October 25th, and the theme will be masks. It's going to be a really spooky, and it's going to be lots of fun. We're still accepting story submissions for that event, so if you have a story that fits that theme, which is completely open to your interpretation, please contact us. We'd love to hear it, and we do think that it's worth telling and listening to. As I mentioned earlier, a we were excited at the bravery Michelle showed to go first with her name being pulled out of a hat. Telling stories really, really is brave. And listening to them, making space for other people's stories in your own life is also brave. 
We'd like to give a huge thank you to our host, our venue, Charlie's Cafe in Nanaiku. It's a wonderful coffee roastery in Sherco, and it serves up some delicious coffee and great ramen. I recommend you check it out. If you haven't, they're super nice. Charlie's the best, and the coffee is very, very good. We'd also like to thank those Lavender Whales for the use of the song, I'm So Proud of My Friends, that we use as the intro and the outro. Uh, it's a great song, and I really encourage you guys to go check that music out. All of our albums are amazing. That's going to be it for us for Shinjin Stories Podcast today. We'll be coming in about a week with some more stories for you, so please do subscribe. Please do stay in touch. And as always, keep being awesome. Thank you.